Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's get into the word tonight. We're going to continue with James chapter 2. Someone say James 2. I'm so glad you said that. We're there. This is powerful. Very interesting. We have in this section basically a warning against prejudice. Huh. My dear brothers and sisters, the apostle begins by saying in James 2.1, how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? Now, what do you mean by that? I'm glad you asked again. Let's go to the next one. For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty what? Clothes. Hmm. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor, well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Can I just say something? Thank you for your permission. Listen, you wouldn't need all these laws if people just walked in love. Because of the sin of nations and because of corruption and different stuff, they're always doing new laws. Did you know my brother worked for a, I believe she was a state rep or a state senator, I'm not sure which. Years ago, my brother worked for a a lady, she was a woman of God, from this area, and she would go up to Santa Fe, she worked in, in the state congress, and she said her goal was to not make any new laws. Isn't that interesting? That was her goal. As an elected official, it was a vote against frivolous new laws. They, can you imagine? You've got to have a law so as not to discriminate. Now, remember, though, church is church. Someone say church is church. Uh-huh. The United States was f- based on the principles that, this being one of the many great principles, that we should have the freedom to worship, right? Now, that's good and bad, isn't it? Some people are going to worship a frog or something. Some people are going to worship a tree stump or an idol or something. But, praise God, we have the freedom to worship God as we see fit, don't we? So we show up to church on a Wednesday night, a Sunday morning, go to Bible study. And you know what was going on in Cali? That was, remember, I talked to you guys about that months ago. That wasn't freedom of worship, huh? Oh, go to church. Y'all can go to church, but nobody sing. What? That's not freedom of worship. Freedom of worship is if you want to sing here and, and praise God, you can jump up and down at your seat while we do worship. That's how you're worshiping, praise God. You can raise your hands. You can cross your arms. You can clap, not clap. You can sing, not sing. But you, can, you have the freedom to worship, all right? I, I, I got into a little something extra, but it's Wednesday night, all right? So Wednesday night is my free flow, all right? So back to discrimination. We... We never should have had to have all these laws. Thank God for people like Martin Luther King Jr. and other people along the way that said, hey, equality for all, it's what our Constitution says. We need to be equal now. Before service tonight, we read a verse. Um, Where was that? In Galatians. It said, once we're all in Christ, the Lord doesn't see us as, as slave or free or Greek or Jew or male or female. He sees us as his children, and that is equality. So we need to preach God's love, and I need to say this again. This has been heavy on my heart lately. I've been talking to my dad about it. You are not going to reform the United States of America. You're not. Political activism has its place. God bless the folks 
who are doing it. Many of them, I watch them, and they're not doing it in love anyway, even believers. I've watched them. Your job is to be a spiritual activist. Because when people get saved, they're going to see everybody as the same, as equal. They're going to treat everybody with love. Your job is to jerk people out of the fires of hell as they're falling in, right? We lead people to Jesus. You, we help to reform people with God's help, but we're not going to reform the nations. We're not. Prophecy has to be fulfilled, and the nations have to get crazy before Jesus comes. They do. So don't be too frustrated. We're going to pray for those in authority. We're going to believe God. We're going to stand up and vote. We're going to stand for righteousness. We're going to keep preaching the word, keep loving people, keep walking in truth, keep praying and reading our Bible and coming to church. But the world, it's on its own disaster course right now. Okay, And it has to be. Have you ever read the book of Revelation? It has to go that route. So you keep loving people and pulling people out of the fire. Say, how do I do that? But what about social activism? I'm going to tell you how you can socially activate. Start telling people the truth. Start speaking faith and life and hope and keep your faith. Do you know people are watching you constantly? They're watching whether you discriminate or not. They are. They see how you respond to stuff. I've seen people sit back, and I just know they're taking notes. They're all, how's Pastor Matt going to respond to this? They're watching me. And not just me, they're watching you. Your neighbors, your, your fellow uh, family members, folks that come to visit in town, they go, what, what are they going to do? Well, you're going to walk in love. That's what you're going to do because you're people of God. It says, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? See, you can legislate all you want, but you can't change people's hearts without Jesus. You can't do this, and there's a law for this, and you can't do that. You realize, you realize that kids aren't even supposed to sell lemonade by the side of the road? What? Yeah. I mean, it's... All of y'all have been in violation on so many things, y'all don't even have a clue about how many things y'all violated. Taking food to your neighbors, I'm sure that's against some law. Well, because of COVID? No, forget COVID. No, just because there's so many different things. Encroachment and all this different stuff, and this is too close to that, and that's too far. And, you know, I mean, we kind of live in the wild, wild west. (laughs) Praise God, that's good and bad. But listen, your job, your job as believers is to what? Keep loving people. Love and serve God and love and serve people. Look at this. Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Wow. Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he has what? He promised to those who love him? But you dishonor the poor. Isn't it the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? (laughs) The rich own Amazon.com and all those things. Man, they give all of us grief. They take your posts off of Instagram, right? You can't even talk about Jesus on there. They're all, this has not been verified. What? We don't know that he rose on the third day. We have our own PolitiFact, who we pay, by the way. That's how they roll. They pay their own company. They start companies, or they help incorporate them, and then they, they fund them, and they go, that independent company who's not really independent, they said that's not true. Target clothing, what good does that do? Is that faith in action? No. What's the next verse? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. The argument can be made whether it's faith or not, right? 
or just talk. Talk is cheap, man. Unless it produces good deeds, it's dead and useless. Next verse. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. That's, that's powerful. I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good. I love this translation. We've gone over this before. Good for you, bro. Right? I have people that, man, they're like, man, I just... I remember I used to do, I used to do, um, I'd go to the juvie over there, juvenile detention facility, and you'd get all kinds of cats in there and characters telling you crazy stuff. I remember one dude kept bringing up a movie, his favorite, like, weird supernatural movie. He's like, is that in the Bible? I'm like, man, bro, if you don't shut up. No. And I liked him. He was cool. I don't remember his name. I can still see his face. He's like, you, you remember that movie Constantine? I'm all, I remember it, but I didn't watch it. Why? He's all, didn't he, hell didn't want him, but heaven couldn't handle him? I don't know, and I may be mixing movies, but he was telling us crazy stuff. I'm like, bro, just listen to the word. You made up a bunch of stuff. You made up a bunch of stuff. But I remember in, in, at the juvenile detention facility, man, people were always telling me that. And they're in jail at a young age. He said, man, I believe in God. Well, good. But now we got to do something about it. That's what I'd tell them. Then I'd have those that once in a while said, sir, I don't believe in God. And I was like, well, why are you in the Bible study? Because it's based on God. And at the end, they they raise their hand to accept Jesus. I'm like, I knew you believed in God. You crazy. Repeat this prayer after me, right? You believe that there is one God good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. Next verse. How foolish can't you see that faith? He goes back to this. He's not done yet. Faith without good deeds is useless. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Yeah, it was the test, man. You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. Ooh, would somebody say that with me? Say, my actions make my faith complete. You see, his faith and his actions worked what? Together. His actions made his faith complete. Wow, let's do the next verse. And so it happened just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Aren't you glad God doesn't hold our past against us because of Jesus? All of a sudden, all you have to do is believe. And you say, when you get that reala- realization, you say, man, Jesus died on the cross. He shed his perfect, precious, amazing, redemptive blood for me. He was whipped for me. He died for me. He rose again. And my past is not counted against me. But now I'm called to live right because I am considered as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus if I believe. And if I believe, I'm going to do what? This ties into the other scriptures we've been talking about tonight. If I believe... I'm going to do. Walk in love, obey the Lord, treat people right. If I believe, someone say, if I believe. Mm -hmm. If I believe, I'm going to do it. Say, say, believe and do. Let's do that a few times. Say, believe and do. One more time. Say, believe and do. 
I hope you were doing that at work if you're on the live stream because now they think you're weird. But you were listening to the word and you did it. Believe and do. If you believe, you're going to obey God. Had people say, no, I believe God, but no, I, no, I believe, no, I do. I have faith, but I mean, how could, I've had people do this. I have faith, but how could that scripture be right? How could that scripture be true? Have people say, I have faith, but is the Bible in the infallible word of God? Is it really God? Yes. Yes, it is. Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called. Can you imagine? This was long before Jesus came. He was even called the friend of God. Did you know now he was such a man of faith? And we're going to stop on this verse tonight. He was such a man of faith. That the major world religions now all revere him. They all honor Abraham. We do as as evangelical believers and the Catholic Church does and the Muslim Church does and the Mormon Church does and the, and the Jehovah's Witness Church does. They all revere Abraham as a man of God because he was the friend of God. All because of that one word, faith. He's so honored that people that can't agree on it, much of anything say we agree on Abraham. He was a man of God because he believed. And I'm going to tell you right now, people may not show it, but there's special favor for you eventually and at the right time and place when you keep putting your faith before everything else. You either believe or you don't. One scripture says, and I think we're going to get into this, probably this parable in, in uh, there's some parables I'm going to cover. In May, I'm thinking of making that Jesus parable month. But Jesus said, when the Son of Man returns to this earth, will he find faith? Or is it going to be a bunch of unbelief? Powerful stuff. Now, quick, quick something or other here. Remember, how do you get faith? Does anybody remember? Faith comes how? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing and hearing. Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Why is faith so important? Well, faith is the only way you please God. God overlooks everything else when he says, they just believe me. They just believe me. They believe me for their salvation. Look, if you can believe God that he can save you, you can believe him for anything. Really. You know, with all of our pasts in here, we've all made some mistakes in this house, haven't we? But thank God it's under the blood of Jesus. And I love how Jesus told the lady who was caught in adultery. You remember that story? The lady who was caught in adultery by herself. I'm still... A bunch of men brought her and said she was in adultery. Where's the dude at? Right? But anyway, that's another story for another day. But he said, where, where are your accusers? She said, there are none. He says, neither do I accuse you. He said, go, go and sin no more. Say, so how do you even do that? We're going to mess up sometimes. Yeah, but your faith leads you to a place where you don't practice in. That is powerful. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes if you would, please. Father, I honor you for tonight. I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the folks in this house. Ready, attentive learners and listeners, God. Folks who are listeners and hearers of the word, but they are also doers of the word. I declare that tonight. I thank you, Father, because you're faithful. I thank you, Lord, because you're with us. And I thank you that you're moving among us. 
Is there anybody in this house who says, I have never, ever accepted Jesus or made him the Lord of my life? Would you raise your hand if you're in this house?